Hey friends, and welcome to the very first episode of Real, Raw, and Resilient with Renal, where we talk about all things real. On today's episode, we're going to talk about adulting and the struggles post-college life, because we've all been there. So without further ado, let me welcome my very first guest, Jessie. Hey, Renal. <laughs> hey, girl. So like one of the like main struggles, I feel like, is losing contact with your college friends. Or maybe not necessarily contact, but like, I haven't seen you since literally like 2020. April 2020. I remember the last day that I was in your apartment um, when I was like literally heading out the next morning. And I think you were leaving like in the next day or two. Yeah. Like that's yeah. depressing because I'm from Hawaii. Jesse is originally from Oregon. Um, Canada. Also, Washington. Oh. Wait, what? Washington. I'm Canadian. I'm a dual citizen. Right, right, right. Uh, born and raised mostly in Washington. That's what I meant. I knew you live in Olympia. I knew that. There I you go. That. You got that. You got sorry, that. Sorry. Anywho, but what I meant, what, what, where I was going with that is I'm from Hawaii. She's originally from Washington. We went to school together in Portland, Oregon. And then now she lives in Texas and I'm back home in Hawaii. And I'm, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to do with my life. And well, I guess that's what today's episode is about. We're going to get into that. So let's go into my first question. Um, what did you go to for school and how long did it take you to graduate if you did graduate? Yeah, so I went to school for healthcare administration. Well, that's not true. Initially, <laughs> I went in <laughs> um, as a, a biology major with pre-med track. I took a chemistry class and I'm like, that is not for me. And then switched <laughs> to um, healthcare administration. And it took me four years. So I, I graduated on time, but I did have to take a couple of summer classes because, you know, our wonderful university closed. So I had to find a school that would take me that would allow me to graduate on time. So in order to do so, I had to take a couple of summer classes, which weren't my favorite, but got me graduated spring 2021. So we're happy. Yeah, so I think we need to tell the people about that because, yeah, we context. went to a school who, oh gosh, <laughs> our school closed in April 2020, mm -hmm. uh, not due to COVID, but mm -hmm. due to a hashtag bankruptcy. Literally, I remember the email, I believe it was on February 10th, out of nowhere, we got an email in the morning saying, hey, the president's hosting this meeting, come. So everyone pulls up and we're all joking like, oh. Yeah, I immediately knew. I immediately knew. I'm like, something's bad's happening. Yeah. Um, the school was shutting down. The president <laughs> died. Something. <laughs> like, I had a feeling because, like, our hours were going to be cut. Like, I worked at administration. And, like, they were kind of being weird. And our yeah. hours got cut. And I don't know. But I had, we all had, like, this gut feeling because that school was really small. It was a small private Lutheran school. Remember the year before um, that whole, like, chunk of the college closed down? Yeah. Right. So what was it called? The arts something. Yeah. It was like, was it, it wasn't psych. No, it was. It yeah. included the psych program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like. like five like, majors just disappeared and yeah. like 10 of our students just left, went to Concordia, California. And we're like, that's not needed. We'll be fine. Right. Literally, we're like, oh, no. We're, we're in the clear. Yeah, jokes on us. Uh, that's <laughs> but similar to Jesse, I mean, I went to school for nursing. I was in the advanced nursing program. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm going to be stereotypical Filipino and be a nurse. Yep, so <laughs> didn't happen. Took a chemistry course and I was like, oh, this not the vibes. But here we are. <laughs> here we are. So you graduated and then what? What happened? 
Um, I graduated. I kind of took the summer off. And then this past December, I finally got a job after applying to what seemed like literally 100 jobs, got rejected from all of them, finally landed this one. Um, yeah, and it's, it's a job in my career, in my, um, in my field, um, which I feel very blessed to be, to be able to have done that. Um, I feel like not too many people who graduate college are able to find their first job in their field. Um, so that's definitely been a blessing. For sure. I, oh, I'm getting my graduate degree and like, it's been hard finding work because you have to be a full-time intern at the same time. But I finally applied to a state job because I was like YOLO and I got it, but I can't take it because it's the same hours as, <laughs> it's the same hours as my internship. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're joking. And like, watch when I'm like ready to work, this job won't be available. Like right. that's literally that's like the biggest struggle and I think we need to normalize like the fact that people can graduate and then not get jobs because I think like society puts this super huge pressure on us and also professors they feed into our minds like yeah once you graduate boom jobs will be flowing in wrong wrong no so many like so many of these jobs just didn't hire me or like we're close to hiring me but chose someone with more experience right and it's like okay like I get that I get that but like I went to school to get a job and I'm not getting a job. <laughs> yeah, no, that is so frustrating. The experience part, they're like, mm, yeah, well, this so-and-so has more experience or so what experience do, do you have? And we'd be like, uh, nothing, a degree. Oh. I went to Christian Life Ministries at college. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I not super relevant. Hula in um, Hawaii. Club. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Oh my gosh. And speaking of clubs, we were supposed to go on a missions trip to Costa Rica spring break 2020 yeah. and we know yeah. what happened during spring break 2020 COVID literally literally like two no it was like a week and a half before we were supposed to leave and okay. we're like mm, could we make it we could probably make it literally I think the day that we were supposed to leave Costa Rica had shut down its borders and we're like that's definitely not going to happen yeah it's a little more serious than uh, I initially thought yeah no we were like we were so blinded we we're like no 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 no, we're going I had literally bought a whole new wardrobe for that trip like because we needed to yep. you know, dress appropriately and this and that but that was a hot mess but so you so you so you live at home what's that like tell me what Thank it's you. like being you know a, tw- a 20 you're 23 right or 22 23 23 what's it like being a 23 year old and living alone in college having your own space you know having an apartment living it up and now you live back at home with you know your family what's that like it was it was definitely hard um because you know it was kind of double fold with um Concordia shutting down um you know that you know even if they COVID was unrelated like I was probably gonna have to move back home anyways because you know, your girl only worked 12 hours a week. <laughs> I did not have any money. <laughs> um, school debt. Yeah, no. Um, but then you add in COVID and I'm like, okay, well, I definitely don't have any options. Um, and at that time too, I was, even before I was finished um, with school, I was looking up jobs and, you know, with no experience and no degree yet, no one was hiring me. Right. Like I literally had no money to my name. And so luckily, like my family is very great. It's very supportive. You know, they didn't make me pay rent or something. Like I know so many families are like, mm, no, we're going to help prepare you for real life and charge you $500 a month to live with us. It's like, right. <laughs> um, 
but I was never a thing for my family. Um, but it was just, it was a little bit hard to lose that aspect of independence for sure. Um, you know, I could go out whenever I wanted, come back whatever time, cook my own meals. Um, like now I cook meals for the family twice a week and it's just like, it's, it's limiting. Like, I don't mind it, but it's just, oh, sorry guys. Like I can't hang out tonight. I have to cook for the fam. I maybe like eight o'clock tonight after dishes are done. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so it's fine. But then I also throw into like, you know, my dad got remarried. And so now I'm living with, you know, two step siblings that I didn't know up until a year and a half ago and a step mom who, you know, same time frame. So it's, it's just, it's a lot of adjustments that have to be made. And I feel like too, like back to like the whole society aspect, you're expected to like live on your own after you graduate. Right. Like, how do we get that money if we don't even have that job? It's like a dominoes effect that we're not prepared for. No, literally, it's like a constant circle that we can't get out of. Like, okay, well, you graduate and then now you got to pay your bills and you have to move out and you have to pay your student debt, um, but you can't get a job because you don't have an experience. Like, Right, and it's like, okay, where do we break that cycle at some point? Because I'm looking at my budget. I'm like, I, because I have to, oh, by the way, I just bought a car today. So love. (laughs) Right, so it's just, we love that. But it's just like, okay, now I have to pay for the car loan, I have to pay for the insurance. Yep. Um, student loans are going to be coming up soon. Um, and then on top of that, I'm supposed to be paying rent. And obviously, like, renting, not super great compared to buying. But it's like, I'm more likely to get approved for, you know, leasing an apartment right now than to buy a house. So yep, it's exactly uh, just a constant, mm, what, what do I do? <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's important for people to know, though, that, like, we more of us feel like this and stressed out than people think i think society Mm -hmm. puts so much pressure that like oh my gosh no yeah i'm 23 i'm married i moved in with my we bought a house don't give me the relationship things i get that (laughs) ridiculous it's it's really crazy and i mean i am nervous about student loans and debt and Mm -hmm. having to start paying for that i think that needs to be normalized as well because I don't know whose mommy and daddy pays for theirs or who doesn't and how I know several people who have (laughs) yeah me too but I'm like I'm like even if you have the best grades like I I I had good grades in high school I went to a private high school I I was involved in high school I played sports I did all the right things that you're supposed to do and I still have all this debt I was literally valedictorian of my high school you know got all the community service Mm-hmm. Um, I, I switched my major, you know, from bio to health administration and literally lost my scholarship because my major was not, um, wasn't qualified for scholarships. Mm-hmm. So I paid per credit and it was just, it was stressful. Cause it's like, okay, I was expecting to only walk away with my undergrad with like maybe 20 K in debt for all four years. Right. I walked out, I think closer to like 70. Yeah. It's Cause you know, we went to private school. Right. Right. Like I don't regret any of my decisions. I absolutely loved going to Concordia and like meeting all my people, but mm-hmm. she was expensive. <laughs> yeah, she definitely was expensive. I have so yeah. many homes from Concordia. And now that I'm in my graduate program. <laughs> it's a whole other level of expensive. Yeah. And I have in-state tuition. Yeah, it's a joke. It's a literal joke. But yeah. let's switch into like more juicy stuff because people are probably overhearing about school. So what's it like dating that you be like now that you live at home, like with your dad? <sighs> okay. So let me tell you a story. 
I, <laughs> when I first moved down here to Texas, um, I met this guy, Domino's boy. We shall not name names, but Domino's boy. <laughs> Domino's you know who I'm talking about. Yep. Um, second or third date, we went to Ikea. And, I was still setting up my room at that time. So like, I, this was literally like within a month of me moving down here. We went to Ikea, picked up this lamp and like a couple of other things. We go back to my house. Um, and like, he is helping me assemble the stuff in my room. And I'm like, okay, great, whatever. You know, we're sitting on the bed, kind of next to each other, not doing anything, mind you, just sitting next to each other. And I literally look over to my doorway and my, my stepsister and my dad would just stare, like staring at me. <laughs> As if I was, you know, making out with this boy on my bed, laying down, you know, doing stuff. None of that was happening. So I go out, um, talk to my dad. He's like, you guys aren't doing anything, right? I'm like, it's like three o'clock on a Sunday with everyone in the house. Like, what do you think? <laughs> Absolutely not. <sighs> Same guy. Two dates later, we get like Cane's chicken, which is like a fried chicken joint down here. I don't know. Have you heard of that? Yeah. I think, yeah, with the sauce. Yeah, the Cane's sauce. I yeah, we'll have one, but yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're a little overrated, but everyone here loves them. So we got some of that after a movie that we saw. Um, kids are asleep. My dad and stepmom are watching a movie in the living room. So we go into my room and watch Bob's Burgers, I think. Um, <laughs> So we're just sitting on the bed. You're not under the covers or nothing. And we like starts eating and like watching the mo the show. And my dad co comes and he's like, I think you guys need to come out into the living room. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and he's like, no, like, let's like, you guys can watch the movie with us. I'm like, okay, dad. <laughs> so we go out I'm like, this is so freaking awkward. They're like, you know, I have 15 minutes left in the movie he had never seen it before anyways I'm like I'm I'm sorry like this is this is weird so I had the conversation with them later or with my dad at least later and he's like it really wasn't me necessarily which I don't think that's necessarily true I think he didn't know how to deal with his daughter having a boyfriend because mind you I didn't do any dating growing up right I never brought a boy home I never did any of that so this is all this as much as it was new to me it was new to him right yeah so you know we talked and he's like you know I just I don't necessarily think it's the best idea to have a boy over because you know your stepsister may think it's okay for her to have boys over I'm like I hear that I hear you but like I feel like you and I have had 23 years to build up this relationship and trust to know I'm not going to do anything under your house right like she's going to have to realize that her rules are going to be different from mine because I've built 23 years, 23 years worth of trust and like, you know, respect to know that, to know that there's boundaries mm -hmm. and like, she's got, just realize that they're not going to be the same. So yeah. have yet to bring another boy over because I don't <laughs> want to have to deal with that. <laughs> I think it's also um, important to note guys that Jesse comes from a very religious family. Mm -hmm. um, however, religious or not, I know I live with my boyfriend and I know that when my dad comes over for whatever dinner or whatever it is, I feel nervous. I'm like, can I even kiss my boyfriend? Like, or like- Can you hold hands? Yeah, like, okay. like I feel weird. So like mm -hmm. all you kids or people, not even kids, adults, young adults, brand new adults who have to, you know, move home after college. The struggle is real and you're not alone. Dating <laughs> is weird and yeah. <laughs> so tell me about this car that you got. That's a huge adulting thing. I know, right? I bought a 2017 Nissan Altima. 
Oh yeah. She's cute. I'll send you pictures after this. We <laughs> love her. Um, got all the bells and whistles. She's tinted. She's got the Bluetooth remote start. I don't even have to be in her for her Ooh! to start up. Love. So cute. Yeah, we absolutely love it. Did you do that with like, um, cause you, you started working. Mm-hmm. Were you saving your money and did you do that? that cause that's a huge, like, um, no, did not save my money, but I, tri- <laughs> so <laughs> you know, I didn't, I have like $400 in my savings, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so, um, okay. So initially when I got this job, I was told that I would be working three months remote and then I would be working in office. Right. Well, two days into my training, my supervisor was like, no, no, you're actually going into the office that's opening next week, not the one in opening in three months. I'm like, oh, okay. Mind you, I did not have a car at that time. I was using like the family SUV, which I absolutely loved. It was, it's a BMW X5, super nice, super, super expensive, but like, I'm like, I could not afford to like take over the insurance or anything like that. So I'm like, I need to find a car and quickly. Um, got this little 2003 Honda Accord. She was rough. She, she was real rough, but definitely, definitely overpaid for her too. But she was good for what I needed at the time. So I think we ended up paying, my dad ended up spending $3,200 on her and I just paid him back each paycheck. Nice. So yeah. So once that was completed, I'm like, I need a new car. Yeah. Like I, like I said, she was a little rough. So I didn't feel like the car would last um, another few months. And I wanted to get rid of it while it still ran rather than me yeah. get rid of it, you know, it die or like it die. And then I like stuck with it, you know? So yeah. So traded the car in, it took a loss of 1200 bucks, but something was better than nothing for me. Um, trade in for 2000 and then just finance the rest oh well that's that's awesome that's it, really it worked it's you know I, I kind of grew up with the idea of sorry always um paying for cars outright and like trying your hardest not to be in debt I didn't realize that like as an adult that was nearly impossible yeah like any car worth anything is going to be at least 10 grand right yep and I don't ever plan on having that much in savings because that's not realistic for someone who makes 37,000 a year. Yeah. Like, and then all those things I listed earlier that I have to pay every month. Like that's not, that's just not realistic. Yeah. See, I love that we're talking about this because I swear sometimes I need to check myself. I look at people. I'm like, Oh my gosh, they have their life together, but no, like people expect us or like society, the world, America's economy expects us to be able to survive when you have to pay for this, 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 and this, and you have student debt in order to get a job that they won't even take you. You need to get a four year degree, you get the degree, and then they won't even hire you. And then now you're stuck with all this debt. And yeah, it's yeah. Not to mention surprise expenses because, you know, cars break down, medical emergencies, you have to have stuff saved up. You have to have insurance for both of those things. Like, the world literally runs on money but it's like where where do we go step one no literally because speaking of that I just went to the ER and oh my gosh I literally contemplating contemplated not going because I was like I already know it's gonna cost so much money but I was literally dying you not have health insurance 
So speaking of that, I am <laughs> under my dad's health insurance, but once okay. you turn, but until bleh, scratch, scratch all of that. I am under my dad's insurance, but it goes away if I'm not a full-time student. And guess who's not going to be a full-time student after this semester? This gal right here. And on top of all of that, my dental and vision insurance went away on my 23rd birthday. So he told me like 10 days before, he was like, you better go to the dentist. You better go see your eye doctor. Sure, sure. It's going away. And I was like, what do you mean it's going away? Like, so, so yeah, until I get a job or figure out how to get, there's free health insurance in America, isn't there? Yeah, babe, it's uh, Medicaid. Yeah, Medicaid, Medicaid. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not the greatest, but I've been on it. Um, I was on it in college, actually, because my family was poor mm-hmm. um, and they weren't able to afford to have me on my dad's insurance anymore. And so I literally just went up and um, applied to Medicaid and got free health insurance during college. Oh, per. See? Um, yeah, so you could definitely that, do that. I consider that an adulting thing. So props to you. <laughs> but see, well, my, my major remember it kind of prepared me for it right you're right you're right see I just think I was just hoping no I'm gonna get a job and then I'll have insurance sure. anyways that's not happening yet but to wrap things up what would you do or what would you have done differently college wise mm. college wise I guess college wise I probably would have done something that would not have required such a large um, student loan debt. (laughs) Like I'm looking at my brother who is um, training to become an electrician. He's like a month away from his journeyman's. And does he have any debt? No. But is he going to be making far more than me at my peak? Yes. I'm like looking, I'm like, okay, I could have done something blue collar. I could have gone to community college and like done something like trade school, you know? So even though I love my experiences at Concordia, all my friends that I made, um, I think long-term, I would have set myself up better if I had done like a trade school or some sort of like hands-on blue collar job. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Like looking at everything, I do wish I either went two years in community college or I mm-hmm. went to something that was significantly cheaper. Like, I don't know, becoming an esthetician. Like right, right. Or like, I don't know, just something else. Cause oh, it's so sad how expensive college is. However, it, it's the experience. You're, you 100%. know, you, when you pay for a front row ticket for a concert, you're paying for the experience. And yeah. I mean, I get to look back at, I mean, we get to look back at our college years and remember the time we did this. Remember, you know, we got to live alone. Like, you know, I don't think as an 18 year old, personally, I could have graduated and boom, lived on my own. But because of college, I was able Mm -hmm. to, but now I'm paying the debt because of it. So, you know, it's just the full circle. And yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think I look back and I know for a fact that you and I both have grown significantly from when did we meet like sophomore year? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We've become different people but like in good ways and like growing we've had way more experiences losses gains like it's definitely been beneficial definitely I mean I know expensive but beneficial (laughs) yeah I mean I have this friend who lives in Texas now thanks it was was it worth fifty thousand dollars in debt yes excuse (laughs) you yes (laughs) okay that's all for today tune back next week for more realness